Welcome back to the Pleasureful Podcast. This is Lauren from Lauren Likes It Like That on Instagram. I am a pleasure coach, and that means I give women permission to own their desires in life so that they can feel more pleasure in all areas of their life. So today is going to be a fun topic. It comes from the real life example of my friend this morning who got so fed up with all of the coaching industry as a whole. And uh, we live in Austin, so there's quite a few coaches and people of influence, people, you know, doing this, doing that, biohacking, microdosing, (laughs) different types of workouts, um, different methodologies for everything. So we are quite bombarded here. And she was like, well, I just don't understand why people can't just do it on their own. Why can't people just go to their friends and, you know, heal themselves? And they can. But I was also like, well, you do realize that, like, that's kind of what I do, too. (laughs) And she was like, yeah, no, no, no. But, like, it's a lot. And the funny thing is, is that while this podcast is is very self-serving for my business, It is for people to get to know me, get to know my views, get to know, you know, my energy and my methodology and, you know, how I go about my own life and my own life experiences and how I, you know, share interacting and relating to others. Um, This podcast is very self-serving in that way. This podcast also helps me articulate myself, put myself out there um, in the most, I would say, unrefined way. Honestly, I am used to be quite the perfectionist. And this just lets me talk and not overthink what it is that I'm doing. I love this medium of talking versus writing out really captivating Instagram posts. So this is where I feel more myself and where I feel I can help people or help spread my message so that other people can be served. And within that, you know, I'm hoping to empower people through the, the things that I, that I am sharing and hoping that people don't feel quite as alone and things like that. So this podcast today, it was quite the intro. This podcast today is why you don't need pleasure coaching. You don't need it. And the thing is, is that no one needs to be fixed. No one is actually broken. But myself included, like there are people who can be reminded and who want to be reminded of their own power. They want to be empowered to learn some practices to know how to navigate their life a little bit easier they want to relate to someone so that they're not so alone. And there are things that you can process in new ways through coaching 
So like um, processing emotions and things like that. I teach embodiment practices that help process emotions um, in ways that have worked for me. And I know of multiple ways just as a coach, you know, that I don't maybe necessarily use all of the ways, but I know of ways because of the life experience I've had or the other courses I've taken or things I've learned from other coaches. You can also want to work with a coach because you want to expand your mind, your body, your heart and soul. You should never need to want to work with someone because that implies that you think that they have some sort of missing piece and you're already whole. But oftentimes there are parts of us that can be a little clouded or a little caught up and we need help reminding ourselves how to come back to our power, how to come back to our true essence, how to come back to who we are. And again, like you can work through those things alone. You can read books and you can watch YouTube videos and you can listen to podcasts. And I was that person and not everyone follows my path, but I was that person who for years did those things and still didn't understand like why I wasn't getting as much out of life that I wanted. And the cool thing about working with a coach, again, is coming back to that, like working through their process. And at least in my coaching, and I think in quite a, quite a lot of coaching, um, especially one-on-one coaching, you show up as you and you work on with like what you work on what you've got going on today. And it's very tailored and specific to the person. So while yes, you can do it alone, you don't have to go at it alone. And you, I believe in my experience, at least when I read all the books and things, I was logically I knew, logically I knew, but I didn't actually know perhaps ways to put it into practice or to apply it or how it would work in specific situations in my life because a book needs to be pretty broad. And, you know, there are some books that kind of whittle things down. But again, talking to someone, oh my gosh, that's another thing that coaching provides. That even I I do like one-on-one weekly meetings with um, even my coaching friends. We externally process. When we talk about what we have going on, we're externally processing. I I don't know for sure, but perhaps that's what talk therapy is like. I'm not sure. I have personally never done any kind of therapy, which brings me to another point that I think is really great about coaching is that because coaching provides you tools and you're working on a specific thing, not that therapy isn't. And like, I I don't know what therapy is like these days, but the idea of being a coach is to offer someone some level of expansion or result or yeah some end result maybe it's a feeling or a thing or a a level of some sort that they're looking to achieve within a specific amount of time and I mean there's people who I know who have gone to therapy for years and I'm just not sure that that's like serving them I don't know if I don't know I can't say a whole lot about this because I've never been to therapy myself but it's just something to keep in mind so another thing is is that again this like no one should need a coach. It's like, do you want to opt in? Do you feel drawn to 
that inkling that says like, oh, I think I could work on that or I would like that result that that person has or I want to live the way that they live or I want the energy that they have or um, whatever it is because there's all kinds of coaches out there. And it you get to opt in by saying, yes, I want that. I want to work on that. And there's even, it even reminds me of like, you can't force anyone to do anything. Number one, you can't force people to change because it probably won't stick. I think there's like, you know, that study or something like you can't force someone to go to AA. They have to like want to go <laughs> in order for it to actually work. There has to be that mental mind shift of opting in to like, yes, I'm going to do it. Making a commitment for yourself. The commitment in the yes, the commitment in the investment, the investment being time and probably money as well. So if you don't need it, then why would you pay time and money for working with a coach? Well, some possible results, you know, at least from pleasure coaching, from what I can speak to, and again, results for different coaches is going to be all over the place, but would be, you know, literally feeling more expansive in your life, feeling like you have more opportunity, um, feeling, you know, a sense of confidence that you can put yourself out there. Um, Some other things would be like building self-trust, building discernment on decisions, um, knowing how to direct your energy and consciously consciously use language to speak to yourself and others because at least in pleasure coaching, like we're working with a lot of like limiting beliefs and patterns and things that have been running on autopilot that often we're not aware of. And I know I was there myself and I've seen this in my clients as well. We're just not aware. It's called your subconscious and your subconscious actually runs like 90 to 95% of your life. So only, you know, 10% or less of your life is actually a conscious choice. When we shift ourselves, we start to see changes in all areas of our lives. Just when we shift our mindset in one area, it ripples out into the other areas. And, you know, why would we, why would we want to do this? Uh, Why would we want these potential outcomes if, if we're kind of just fine where we're at? That is fine. If you want your life to be fine, fine so be it. If you want the potential for extraordinary, something that you feel deeper, more intimately connected to, whether it's yourself, whether it's an experience, whether it's a person in your life, it could even be a close relationship, like a friendship or a partner, then you have the opportunity to reap the benefits and feel that and you get to want more that's the thing you get to want more you don't have to hold back in life and just accept fine because fine is the status quo when we shift ourselves and we up level ourselves we're actually up leveling the collective as a whole we actually inspire other people around us It is such a beautiful, again, like a ripple effect, not even into our own lives, but out into other people's lives. When we shift our own perspective, people start to see us showing up in different ways and inspires them like, oh, 
you know, I could make that change for myself too. And overall, you know, you might, that might inspire you. You might want to be an inspiration for someone else. So I've covered some of the positive reasons why you would want to seek out coaching and participate in being coached, essentially, in like a one-on-one environment, or it could be a group environment too, I suppose, as well. Some reasons of like, okay, well, I mean, I don't really see any, again, like my life is fine. So it's, it's fine the way it is. So how, how would I know, like if I'm, if I'm sort of okay with fine, like what on the other spec side of the spectrum uh, would be a reason to get into coaching? So just some ideas I've written down, um, again, that pertain mostly to pleasure coaching and what I've seen in clients is there are ways that coaching empowers you to, to cut out some of these habits. So you might want to say no more often and not feel as guilty when you do say no because you're setting boundaries. So that would be a potential, you know, beneficial tool or way that you could, you could be empowered is to say no more often and not even feel the guilt because you know that you're using your energy in ways that you need to. You might be interested in building intimate relationships. Um, again, I mentioned that with the, the depth and the intimacy when you know yourself and you can show, then you can show up for other people in that way. You may be interested in feeling energized by activities rather than drained by potential activities in your life. And that means, you know, being intentional with your energy, knowing what activities work for you at what frequency and what doesn't. It's being aware and being intentional, you know, as you're planning your schedule and you're making your, your social, um, yeah, your social activities. You might be interested in processing your emotions rather than being triggered again and again. So if you realize that you're having conversations with anybody in your life and or you're putting yourself in situations and you constantly feel upset and you're not really sure like where that's coming from and you oftentimes you see this as you're mad at yourself for being upset. Um, Oh, I have definitely been there when I've been like, I want to be mad at the other person, but I'm actually just mad at me. (laughs) Like, why am I like this? You know? Um, So it can call out those areas of life. Um, If you want to be really honest with yourself, perhaps for the first time. And when you get honest, you start to discover more and more of your truth and how you want to live into your purpose. And again, coming back to some of those things I already just mentioned, like being intentional and directing your energy and saying no more often so that you can say yes to the things that you do want in your life. So you can bring more of what you desire into your life and thus bringing in more pleasure. So another one I had is you might want to stop judging yourself and worry less about what others think of you and not make their responses and reactions mean something about you. Also known as like not taking things personally. So self-judgment is a big thing that I've worked on. And I notice this in my clients too, because I'll call it out, you know, especially when they're, when they're talking about themselves or they're talking about others. And this is how my coach did it for me too, is pointing out like, 
That is a judgment you're making, whether it's on you or on someone else. And when we can let go of the judgments of not making anyone right or wrong or, you know, any other adjective that we might use as judgment, then we can we can start accepting responsibility for ourselves and not taking on any sort of meaning from other people and, you know, thus worrying less about what others think, because when we judge others, we're definitely judging ourselves. And if we're judging ourselves, we're definitely judging others. So vice versa. And it can be really hard, you know, when people respond or react to us, it actually has nothing to do with us, but it can be hard to see it that way at first until we start to practice and become aware of when that is happening. So those are some things that I wrote down that I have worked on with myself and with clients and Again, I didn't do the work by myself. I was working on it with a coach. These were all things that she started to point out to me. And it's having that accountability of working with a coach um, where you can start to see these things. And again, I mentioned this in episode in the first episode about my coaching process and cadence that it typically you know follows is awareness, practice, practicing, you know, doing things differently, and embodiment. And this is where you start to see the shifts in all of these things. There are benefits for things that you get out of this. You know, like I said, you build discernment, you build self-trust, you learn how to direct your energy, you speak more consciously and you make more conscious decisions. And then you stop these behaviors and these patterns and things that are showing up in your life that, you know, could be draining you, could be bringing you down or, um, you know, patterns that just keep reappearing because perhaps is it, well, not perhaps, because of the way you are showing up in life and the way that we are teaching others how to treat us. And so honing this in with coaching is a way to up-level yourself so that you can show up as your best self for your life. Does everyone want that? Probably not. Does everyone need that? No. But do some people want that? Yes. Some people will say yes, and they do want to work on themselves because they want to show up as a better partner, as a better parent, as a better friend, as a better employee. Um, And again, probably for self-serving ways, like they want to feel less triggered. They want to have control of their emotions. They want to know how to process it in healthy ways. They want to feel less guilty and more empowered. So again, no one needs pleasure coaching (laughs) and no one needs any coach we're all whole just sometimes we're a little cloudy on some areas and we get stuck in these loops and accountability can help to point out where these patterns and behaviors lie that are keeping us from living you know a fully expansive pleasureful life So that's my take on it. I would love to know if you have any questions, feedback, things on this. You can find me on Instagram at Lauren Likes It Like That. Thanks for tuning in today. And I'll be back soon with another episode.